Welcome to the Misfit Mentor Podcast for fit pros and wellness coaches, hosted by moi, Sarah Smith. I'm here to make your journey as a fit pro a bit easier and simpler, and to teach you everything I've learned about building a soul-based six-figure business online. My journey working in the fitness industry began about 22 years ago, and after years of working in the industry, I decided to close my gym in Ireland about three years ago and work solely online so I could move to the south of France. And on this podcast, I'll be giving you my best trainings, mindset shifts and advice so you can grow your business and most importantly, collapse time for yourself so you don't make the same costly mistakes I made along the way. Hello and welcome to another episode. And today's episode is about procrastination and I'm really excited to help you on this because it's something that I have really, really worked on over the years is dealing with my procrastination and looking at it in the face and going, why is this happening? Because it's tricky. Procrastination is tricky. It's got a bad reputation for being laziness in disguise, but it's not. And so what I want to go through on this podcast is the difference between you know laziness and actual procrastination and and the difference of what we're when we're doing it and when we're not and also what i want to do is give you some steps that are going to help you to stop procrastinating so sometimes we don't really realize that we're procrastinating and this is this is what really hit me in the feels was when I wasn't getting the results that I wanted in my business and in my life goals because I was actually procrastinating but I didn't realize it. And so examples could be scrolling through Instagram and Facebook instead of getting started on the shit that you need to get done to move the needle forward in your FitPro business or your wellness business. It could be putting off deadlines that you have for the last minute um, it could be wanting to start a new positive habit, like maybe writing content or, or going live, but repeatedly delaying it and telling yourself, I'll start soon, I'll start soon. And that's what I did for years, including this podcast. I procrastinate about recording this podcast. It could look like wanting to make sales in your, your business, but wasting time in research mode instead of taking action. So it could be that you're constantly researching or you're constantly in other groups looking at what other people are doing, but you're not actually taking action. Another thing, another thing I recognized in myself was that I'd always do an easy, less important task that needs to be done, inverted commas, before starting on that important thing. And another thing that I used to do was wait till I was in the mood to do the task. And that generally never happened. <laughs> so here's some steps that you could take that that have worked for me and worked for my paying clients in in my program to stop procrastinating and to actually shift into action so number one is actually to motivate yourself with kindness instead of criticism because for myself personally I was criticizing myself over and over so I was in a loop of shit where I wasn't doing the things that I wanted to do within my business but I was also beating myself off up over it and calling myself lazy and so that's what really holds us back from moving forward is the language that we use when we're talking to ourselves. so it could be thoughts or words like I just I don't want to it'll be hard I don't know how to do it could be you know I'll probably fail 
Um, this will be so boring. I used to say that a lot over and over. Um, you're not able. I used to say that. Sorry, you're not able to record a podcast. Um, or it might not come out as good as I want it to. And so that's that's going to really hold us back. Because if you if you listen back to those thoughts, they just feel demotivating, right? So they're really demotivating. And it's these thoughts that drive us to procrastination. So that negative self-talk is trying to save us from being uncomfortable. But it just adds to the stress by making us feel bad. So it is a protection method. It's like, oh, I don't want to be uncomfortable. And, and to, you know, and we're, we're, doing, we're saying those things to save us, but it really is adding stress to it. So if you speak to yourself with kindness, uh, just as you would with a client or a friend, it'll feel way more motivating. So it might sound like, I get it. It'll be uncomfortable, but you'll be finished soon and then you can chill. Or it could be, it'll be easier once you get started. Or if it doesn't come out perfect, at least you'll have got more practice. Now, I love that one. I use that one a lot because even starting a, this podcast, I was thinking, no, I need it to be perfect, um, all this, this and this. But then I started saying, well, at least I'll just get more practice if, if I do something instead of nothing. Another thing that this way this might sound when you're kind of motivating yourself with kindness would be if you fail inverted commas you'll have learned so much or if it doesn't work out you will have learned so much and that's what's important and then another thing I say often to myself is look you can totally do hard things if you perceive this as hard and so you know reinforcing those over and over again or even putting them up on post-its on your laptop or you know, around so that you can see them will really help. So it's like, look, I get it. It'll be uncomfortable, but you'll be finished soon and then you can chill. Um, it'll be easier once you get started. You can totally do hard things. So it's it's saying those things over and over again and then, and then actually writing them down and then seeing them in front of your eyes on post-its or some type of visual. That's what really, really, really helped me. Another thing that helped was creating a pattern interrupter. So it's that the self-talk that we're saying, like, you know, uh, what if I fail? Um, you know, I don't know how to do it, etc. It's just become part of the procrastination habit is that self-talk because that is what procrastination becomes, a habit. And habits are, are comprised of like a cue, a routine and a reward so the cue is thinking about the task that needs to be done. So it could be, oh shit, <laughs> I need to do my website or oh shit, I, I need to update my face, my Instagram bio or my Facebook page or I need to reach out to that client. So you're thinking about the task. And then the routine is that you speak that, that negative self-talk that leads to procrastination. So the routine is, oh, it's going to be hard. Oh, what if I fuck it up? And then that leads to you not doing it. So... The reward, so we've got we've got cue, routine, and reward. This is how a habit is comprised. The reward is less stress. It really is. Not no stress, because avoiding the task is still somewhat stressful, because we know it eventually needs to be done. But the reward is that you will have less stress in your mind, because you think, ah, you know, I'm not going to do it. I won't be so stressed out. So in order to break the habit, 
and create a new one, you, you need to introduce a pattern interrupter. And so what I've been using a, a lot is Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is a fantastic life coach and she's got a great one that she calls the five second rule. So it's like when you think I should do this, before the negative talk, talk, self-talk starts in, count backwards and five, four, three, two, one, go, and then just move. And I find this helpful when I'm having a hard time, for example, just, just logging in to edit my website or just logging into Instagram and I don't want to, is I'm five, four, three, two, one, and then I will move and I will do it. So if I'm having trouble getting motivated to do something difficult, like maybe write write a post or, or or do this podcast, then my pattern interrupter is I can do hard things. So not only am I interrupting the pattern, but I'm motivating myself positively as well. And if I'm having trouble doing a boring and tedious task, like maybe my taxes, my accounts, I use something like, I'm willing to be uncomfortable now so that future me can be at peace. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> If you think of it, you know, we, we brush our teeth because we don't want to have to go to the dentist and we want to have good teeth and we don't want to have pain in our teeth. So it's like we are we don't particularly love brushing our teeth. I don't think anybody's like, yahoo, <laughs> excited about brushing their teeth. But, you know, for those few minutes of maybe feeling a bit uncomfortable doing it instead of just going to sleep or, or whatever... Um, we're doing it, we're willing to be uncomfortable now so that the future me can be at peace and that the future you isn't worrying about going to the dentist. So it's the same as uh, with procrastination in, within your business. So the last thing, sorry, the third thing that I'd look at doing is breaking down the task. So one of the big drivers of procrastination is overwhelm. So overwhelm happens when we're looking at the project in a big full scope either not knowing where to start or feeling like all the work involved will just be too much. So if the task at hand is too big, or if you don't know where to start, your first task is to either make a list or to figure out the smallest thing that you can do first. So example, if the whole house is a mess, I bet you know where that one sock goes, okay? And that's making a start. Another example, if some clients might get anxiety about going to the gym, it might just feel really overwhelming to them or they may get social anxiety, you know, after pandemic and the thought of going back. So you could help them to maybe break it down into, I just need to put gym clothes in my car. That's it. I just need to drive to the gym. I can turn around if I want once I get there. I just need to walk in the door. I can always leave. I just need to get changed in the locker room. I can do that. Or for you, I just need to log into Instagram and look at my bio and what I could change. I just need to <clears throat> um, contact that client and, and log into my email. And so when, when you start talking like that, once you start taking the small easy step, the next small easy step is even more doable. Okay, and this leads me to the to the next step, which is just commit to five minutes. So there's been studies done on this showing that if we commit to five minutes only, 80% of us are likely to continue with that task. Five minutes is nothing. You can do anything for five minutes. So there's an 80% chance you'll continue working 
once you put in those five minutes. But even if you don't, you're still five minutes closer to your goal. And you've taken one more step to break in the old habit of not starting. So that is a big win-win. And the last one is reward yourself or make the task more enjoyable. So another problem with looking at a big task like building a website or a sales page or sorting your Facebook or your Instagram or writing content is the problem with looking at that in scope instead of the next five minutes is that the reward is too far away or it's not satisfying enough. So it's like, oh God, that's going to take me a week or a month. It's just too far away. So for example, for your clients, if they're trying to lose weight, you know, 20 pounds is weeks and months away. Or when you're putting off your taxes, if you aren't expecting a return, then the reward is, oh, I'm great. I don't get to go. To, I, don't, I don't have to go to jail. <laughs> so bringing in more rewards sooner will fast track creating the new habit of getting started. Also, making the task itself more pleasant will make it way less monotonous. So, for example, for me to record this, this podcast, I, I actually, you know, I'm sitting in my office, my new office in Italy, and I've got my plants here and I've got incense going and I've got a pair of slippers on my feet that I love. And so it just makes it so much more enjoyable. And I will be starting on my tax returns in a few weeks and I've already got a plan to have a glass of wine and some really delicious cheese and crackers while I sit down to do them instead of making it an arduous task that there is no reward for. And sometimes I save listening to really nostalgic like 90s music, 80s and 90s music for when I'm exercising just so that it makes that time extra special and fun. And so that would be the the main key to procrastination there would be just to go back over the pointers that I covered would be motivate yourself with kindness instead of criticism so trying to get rid of that negative self-talk and it would be creating a pattern interrupter because with a with a habit there's a cure routine and a reward and so we want a pattern interrupter that's going to help you to snap out of it like that five four three two one go Um, And then the third thing is breaking down the task, like really breaking it down into smaller chunks because you wouldn't eat an elephant in one bite. You would if you were going to eat an elephant, (laughs) which we wouldn't. But anyway, you would break it down into small little bites. Okay. so then the next one, number four, is just committing to five minutes. Just five minutes is you can get lots done in five minutes. And then the last one is reward yourself or make the task way more enjoyable. And then that way you you will be far more likely to, to to start on the task. So procrastination is tricky because it does have that reputation for being like laziness in disguise, but it certainly, certainly isn't. And so if you've been procrastinating, maybe about <clears throat> doing your taxes, doing your website, doing content, reaching out to clients, um, you know, updating maybe your social media bios, recording a podcast maybe, then just try to try to practice some of those those little bits like especially starting with the motivating yourself with kindness instead of criticism and it really will be a game changer 
for you and you can get so much done when you when you change those things and when you create a pattern interrupter and you break down the task and and you commit to five minutes and then you reward yourself it really really is a game changer so i hope this has helped uh, a fit pro or a wellness coach to go out and take messy action it doesn't need to be perfect because done is better than perfect I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you did find it really helpful and you want to share it with another fitness professional who you think could really do with hearing this right now then make sure you screenshot post and tag me on instagram or facebook so that we can connect and i can start to stalk you just kidding kind of if you want to know when the next podcast is coming out you can subscribe on itunes to get notified on the next episode Or if you want to connect with me on a deeper level and get more in-depth business tips, then request to join my free group, the FitProBiz Online for fitness professionals and wellness coaches. It's a real kick-ass community with some really, really amazing coaches in there as well. So I'd love if you come join me there. Remember, there's never going to be a perfect time to get started. Take messy action daily and go get it. See you on the next episode.